This is Mary Lewis at A Tiny Homestead, the podcast comprised entirely of conversations with homesteaders, cottage food producers, and crafters. Today I'm talking with Seth at Rush River Flower Farm. Good morning, Seth. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell me all about yourself and about Rush River uh, Flower Farm. Yeah, so a little bit about me personally. I am... uh, currently a senior at Gus Davis Adolphus College, studying public accounting. Um, I'm from Henderson, Minnesota, and I started Rush River Flower Farm about officially two years ago. Um, I started growing flowers just as like a side hobby during COVID because I had a lot of free time. And then I found out that I really love it. So that's why um, I began to expand and thought I could sell and share my passion with everyone else through farmer's markets and just selling flowers for weddings, funerals, things like that. That's really cool. So did you know that you were interested in growing flowers before COVID? Um. I had an interest for like plants before COVID. I was like house plants and stuff, but uh, flowers, I would say no. I just uh, started watching videos on YouTube and I thought it was really cool to like start planting some like basic flowers and watch them grow. So, yeah. Okay. So, is the land that you're growing on, is that rented or shared or family owned or what? It's family owned. It's actually at my uncle's. So it's the home place where my dad grew up. My uncle owns it now. And he's so generously let me work some land up to plant my flowers there. That's fantastic. I love that. Um, So are you growing native to Minnesota plants? Are you growing all kinds of stuff? Um, I do have some native plants. I have a section of wildflowers that are native to Minnesota. But I also grow all different kinds of stuff. I think I have over 20 different, 30 different varieties of flowers that I grow. Okay. And, and I, what, what are they? I'm, I'm curious. I've seen photos uh, on Facebook, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. I have like, let me think. I have dahlias, snapdragons, lysianthus, lots of zinnias, sunflowers, asters, status, just to name a few. Okay, I, I have I have questions about dahlias because yeah. I tried I tried <laughs> growing them last summer, mm-hmm. and they did okay, but the bugs really love them. Yep. And I'm not going to keep growing them because we have to dig them out here in Minnesota mm-hmm. because they don't winter over. Yep. So when you when you decided to do dahlias, are you keeping the bulbs? Are you digging them out in the fall and putting them in storage and putting them back in in the summer in the spring? Or are you, are you starting over every spring with new bulbs that you order? Um, kind of a little bit of both. I did try to dig some last year, but I didn't have the best of luck with storing them. So I'm debating on just treating them as annuals and just starting over each year. Yeah, I, I thought about doing that, and that gets extremely spendy if you yeah, want the really big blooms mm-hmm. that are like, dinner plate size so we've decided not to do dahlias if i want dahlias i will find someone who grows them and buy them (laughs) um have you thought about peonies yeah i do have 
about two or three peony bushes right now, but I just planted them, so it'll be a while before they really get established and I get lots of blooms. Yeah, there's a real market for peonies, Mm -hmm. so I don't know how long you want to do this, but peonies are a really, really nice plant. Mm -hmm. After about five years of growing them, they just kind of take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. I hope to expand my peony patch more. Mm-hmm. I love peonies also. They smell so good. So. Um, yeah, my favorite is the Sarah Bernhardt because it smells so nice in the house. Yeah. The baby I don't know if I've ever, Okay, I was like, I don't know if I've ever used that one. Yeah, they're a baby pink. They're a very, very light pink. I'll have to look into that one. Yeah, there's another one called Festiva Maximus, I think, and that's a pure white with a little bit Ooh. of yellow in the middle. I know. I really want to explore the peony world a little bit more to see all the different varieties and it's yeah. an addiction it's terrible. I know. it's terrible i i we, we moved to to lasore three years ago and we formerly lived in jordan and yeah. we had we had a tenth of an acre lot and i would say probably 15 percent of that tenth of an acre lot had peonies growing oh really yeah, we had the really yeah we had the Hello Kitty pink as I call it, and we had the burgundy kind, and we had the baby pink, and we had the white, and I started out with one plant and fell in love. So yeah, so good when luck you, with with your new addiction. Thank you. When you moved, did you bring any of those with you, or did you leave them there? We did. We dug as many as we possibly could. We moved in August of 2020, and it was really hot. So we dug out as many as we could possibly dig and bring and brought them here that fall. And they did not bloom the first year because I don't know if you know the saying, but it's sleep, creep, leap for peonies. Mm -hmm. And so this spring, this spring was great. We had many, many blooms and I was so, so excited to have my babies back. (laughs) Um, So are you going to keep doing this? Is this, is this? Is this now a passion or is it a hobby? Um, I think it's a passion. I really enjoy doing it. I hope to keep doing it in the future. Just right now, I feel like for me, it's hard to find time because I'm so busy with other things that I have going on. Mm-hmm. But I hope to make it more of a priority in the future for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you have many years left because you're probably, yes. what, 22? 21, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you have so many years ahead of you and so many things that you could possibly do, but I'm, I'm really excited for you that you've chosen flowers because I don't think you can ever get bored with it. Yeah, I know. I, I can never get bored of it. I always, whenever I'm looking online to find new flowers, I spend hours looking for seeds and on different videos on YouTube and Instagram. I really enjoy it. So yeah. Um, so I'm not even sure what to ask because I don't really know a lot about flowers, but this podcast is, is really about people who, who either grow things, cook things, mm-hmm. practice homesteading skills. I don't know. So I'm guessing that growing flowers falls under the, clearly the growing things, mm-hmm. but the homesteading schools too, uh, skills too, because yeah. I am assuming that you are learning about composting and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, fertilizing and all of that. Do you yeah. use, 
do you try to use natural fertilizers and compost or, or does that matter when you're growing flowers? Yeah. Well, I think for flowers, it doesn't really matter, but I try to do all organic because it just makes me feel better. And I think it's better for the environment in general. So yeah, I haven't done composting a whole lot, but we're starting to develop a compost pile like at the end of the year, it fills up a lot. So yeah, yeah it'll, I think it'll take a while for us to get it established pretty well, but yeah, we are composting some and then hope to use that. But otherwise we just con- like contact local farmers to get manure and stuff like that. You're living in the right place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's honestly better than anything you can buy in the store. So yeah, absolutely. We actually are going to be picking up some goat manure sometime in the next couple of weeks for our huge veggie garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, my yard's going to smell really good for about <laughs> a week, but that's okay. It'll that's be okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. So what kind of reception have you gotten on your bouquets? Because I've seen the photos and they're lovely. Thank you. Yeah, I've had great reception. I had a great community that supports me and I'm so grateful for everyone that comes out to buy them or just even follows and likes on my Facebook and Instagram page. Um, yeah. And people I don't even know come up to me and be like, Oh, your flowers are so pretty. And I was like, thank you. It's, <laughs> it, feels, it, it feels really nice to have a community that really supports you and like, likes the passion that I have. Absolutely. My husband's yeah. been working at the farmer's market this year, selling our vegetables and mm-hmm. he apparently got all kinds of compliments on Saturday about the produce that we've sold this year. And he was, he was just glowing when he was telling yes. me about it. So I know yes, exactly the what best you're feeling about. ever. Yeah. So is your uncle's farm on Rush River? Is that why it's Rush River Flower Farm? Um, yeah. So we have like land, like a woods area mm-hmm. that's like behind his property. And the Rush River runs through that. So, okay. yeah, it's not like directly on the land, but it's a little ways back. So that's why it probably got the name. When I saw your name, I thought that your farm was right up from where we live because there's a Rush River farm oh, um, really? going toward Lasore on Highway 8. And we live just past them. Mm. And then I looked at your Facebook page and I was like, I don't think that's where he lives. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grow on, it's like less, I grow on less than an acre. There's not a whole lot of land, but I put as much in as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you do this, but with our garden, we grow up instead of out because we have cucumbers and mm-hmm. squash and things. And we learned years ago that if you put them on a trellis, they don't spread out on the ground, they spread mm-hmm. up. And oh, I don't know yeah. if you can do that with flowers. I know you can with clematis and climbing roses but beyond that i don't think there's anything that yeah not a whole lot i just use like i think it's called Cordonova netting it's just a netting that helps support the plants mm-hmm. they're flopping over everywhere so i think okay. that is something that really helped me with support instead of like tying every single plant up do you have it's... any hint do you have any hints about keeping weeds down or do you no. care when it comes to flowers i've struggled with weeds this year they just took off but i think next year i'm just gonna get landscape fabric Mm -hmm. and burn holes in to plant my stuff because the weeds are awful 
Uh huh. I've, I've had a hard time keeping up. Yeah, this summer's been fantastic for growing yes. weeds and not fantastic for growing anything else. Yes, I know. I've had to, yeah. I've had to ditch some crops because the weeds took over too fast. Mm hmm. So that yeah. was too bad, but. Yeah, my husband watered every single night from, oh, after we got through that major rain in end of May, 1st of June, I think it was. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. He watered every single night for over an hour just to yeah. make sure that we had um, produce for the farmer's market mm -hmm. because otherwise there wouldn't have been anything. Yeah, that was me it, too. I was watering like crazy. Yeah, it was terrible. I'm yeah. I'm not sad to see this summer go at all. I know. I'm I'm really hoping that next year is better. Yeah, honestly, I'm just ready to pull everything at this point and start over for next year. I'll be planning for next year, but yeah. Yep, like I said, it's an addiction. If it if you start if you start growing anything, I don't care if it's trees or flowers or produce or fruit or whatever, <laughs> it becomes uh, it becomes bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It's almost everything I make from my flowers, I put back into it. So mm -hmm. it's quite an investment right now. Um, Do you dry any of the flowers for anything? Um, I haven't before, but I'm considering doing it this year because I have so many flowers that I can dry. But I might try because then... I don't, I haven't really tried to sell them. So I don't know if there's a market for them, but yeah, I think it's something they, that. There's a market. Would you like to know what it is? What? <laughs> um, soap makers love oh, really? dried, dried flower petals to put over the oh. top of their soaps. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and and we make soap, so I'm, I might be interested in, in okay. buying some of your dried flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Is there certain and, kinds of flowers that soap makers like to? Um, I know that with people who make lavender soap, they like to use the little blossoms that are dry to sprinkle mm -hmm. over the top of the soap as it cures. Um, I know rose petals are a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I would assume that, that dahlias would be fine because their petals are a lot like rose petals. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I think anything that is dryable and is small, yeah, fairly small, would, would work. Yeah, I could do some experimenting on that. Yeah, and candle makers also like to put um, flower petals in their, their candles when they pour them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's a market for it for sure. Yeah, that would be something that I could try this fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. Sure, because it'll be yeah. Minnesota winter. <laughs> yeah. And I hear from the Farmer's Almanac, it's going to be really cold and really snowy again. Hmm. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah, also. Yeah. So what are you going to school for? Because I'm assuming it's not horticulture. No, it's um, I'm going to school for public accounting. Okay. Yeah, so to get my business background. I was going to say, so you can do the books for your flower mm -hmm. farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, you are the youngest person I've talked to so far doing anything like this. That's awesome. Yep. My, my, my son is 21, my youngest. Oh, really? And, yeah. And I told him I was talking to you today. And 
He says, well, is he like you guys his age, which is about 53. And I said, no, he's actually more like your age. He said, how did he get into flowers? I said, I don't know. I'm going to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, I think it's, I've just developed a passion for it. So that's why I love to do it, continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of dragged my family into it in a sense, but I think, I think they enjoy it. My dad likes to grow things. We have a big garden also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's been a really big help. Dads are always a big help. Dads yeah. are great. Yes. Yeah, I, are. I, my dad is 80 and he's still just trucking along like he's mm-hmm. 50. It's yeah. amazing to me. Well, I don't think this is going to be a very long interview because I don't, I don't really know what to ask you. Do you have anything else you would like to share? Maybe what has been the best thing about this new interest? Yeah, I think the best thing for me is there's a couple of things. I would okay. say like just the satisfaction of growing flowers for me, just from like starting a seed inside to seeing it bloom outside, I think that's really important important to me to see my hard work become a, a vision or a success. Um, also, I feel like the people I've met and all the connections I've made were really beneficial for me to interact with all my customers, the, to make the connection with my wholesaler and other growers. I thought, yeah, that's really, I really enjoy those connections. Yeah, we were real thankful for for the opportunity to sell at the farmer's market because we've actually met people finally after moving here three years yeah. ago. Because moving during COVID, we didn't meet anybody because mm-hmm. one of the things you learn when you move to the country is that you don't just drive up someone's driveway and knock on their door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one, it's inconsiderate. And number two, you might get a less than stellar reaction. Yeah. So we spent the first two and a half years here very much on our own and Mm -hmm. that that was fine I'm not the most social butterfly of of anyone I know but after two and a half years I thought boy COVID's kind of eased up maybe it's time to to do something to get Mm -hmm. to know people in our community and farmers markets are fantastic for that yeah they really are and just this past year it's grown so much oh I I hear it I hear it's been terribly successful it really has. Yeah, because I did it last year, too. Mm-hmm. And there was probably, I want to say, like, maybe six or seven vendors mm-hmm. every week compared to, like, I think it's, like, doubled. There's, like, almost 15, 16 vendors now. Yeah, and it 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 looks different than it did last year. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it looks so exciting and vibrant compared to last year. Yeah. And I can even tell with like the people that come, it's, I feel like we've gotten a larger crowd of people to come, some same, some new faces. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's been great to see all the different people come. Yeah. It's always good when a community is, is, I don't know, working together and enjoying it because when, when communities come together, it's usually when there's something wrong and there's yeah. nothing wrong. This is, this mm-hmm. is absolutely right. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me because I know you are very busy. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate um, you inviting me. Yeah. You have a great day. 
Thank you. You too. All right. Bye.